For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Like, for example, beginning of season four, yeah. where uh, I shot that guy, was it took a long time to get into that place. Tate Dutton isn't featured in every episode of Yellowstone, but when he's there, you can bet something bad is going to happen. Through four and a half seasons, we've seen him get kidnapped, kill a man, and help his mother after a terrible car crash that killed his brother. Actor Brecken Merrill plays Tate, and like the young cowboy, he's just a normal teenager who likes hanging with friends and family as much as he does his profession. You'll really hear that mix of innocence and professionalism as he talks to Billy Dukes during this week's episode of Dutton Rules. I'm Addison Hager, and Brecken spoke to Billy just before Thanksgiving, but a few more episodes do nothing to spoil an insightful conversation. He'll share his most difficult scene to date and the way he unwinds after filming some of Yellowstone's darkest scenes. Brecken also talked about working with Kevin Costner, his audition, and what he'd like to do post-Yellowstone. That will surprise you, or maybe it won't. Tap follow and leave a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to let others know that this is the place to talk candidly about Yellowstone and soon 1923. Check out the archives for more interviews, including the stars of Yellowstone, Ryan Bingham, and more. Let's get right to it. It's Billy Dukes talking to Breck and Merrill on the Dutton Rules Podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, Billy? It's Brecken here. Brecken, what's going on, man? I'm just here, you know, ready for the yeah. interview, ready to answer some questions. Where are you at right now? What state and city in America, or perhaps in Europe? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in California right now, okay. um, good old Orange County, and um, just chilling in my dad's office right now, which is pretty nice. How did you come across and get the part as Tate Dutton on Yellowstone? Actually, the whole auditioning process was very, very long. I think I had like five to six callbacks, which is crazy. And um, yeah, we just got in, uh, did did my thing, went back, more scenes, this and that. And um yeah, we had to go back like six times. Last last audition was actually in Utah. It was me and like, I think three other boys. And um, I'm very, very lucky to get the part. Who, um, on the show, I mean, you spend a lot of your time with uh, Kelsey Asbell and, and Luke Grimes, who play your mom, Monica, and, and Casey Dutton. Uh, do you get to spend time and kind of pal around with some of the other 
stars of the show as well? Or are you kind of isolated from stuff that we see as happening on the Yellowstone Ranch? Yeah, I get to see a lot of the different actors on set. Um, I do do have some nice conversation. Hey, I don't I don't want to give anything away, but um, this season I am in some scenes with a. Uh, more more of the cast and uh they're great they're really nice i really look up to a, a lot of a lot of names that are that are on set with us and um it's a blessing to just be around all these amazing actors and i can take really good advice from all of them are you are we going to have a tate in the bunkhouse scene that seems that seems immoral <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't say anything or i might get taken <laughs> station so fair enough you know it, it's funny is one of the things we appreciate it is that your instagram page um and i think it's at brecken merrill if i'm not mistaken um yep. you do share a lot of behind the scenes stuff and, and some of it's really insightful in, in terms of i remember one specifically you shared a a cut scene that was more of your kidnapping and that really kind of informed what we saw that next season have you ever overshared there or, or gotten in trouble for for saying a little too much on social media Nope, we've never really gotten in trouble for anything we've posted. Um, we got one rule, and it's do not spoil anything. And I love to post behind-the-scenes footage because I really don't I don't want all the actors to take the credit. You know, I want to see how the the camera work and hair and makeup and wardrobe, and I really want to give everyone a taste of how hard everyone on set is working. You know, I, I just don't, filmmaking is one of my passions and I really enjoy, uh, the whole process of it basically. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure they appreciate that. I, I remember a, a great BTS clip and I don't know if you shared this or maybe I just saw this on some of the official Yellowstone, uh, social medias or YouTube channel. It was the, the scene where, uh, you ended up in the river because you, Tate and John, are kind of on a walk and you fall into the river. And seeing the hot tub they had for you and how they kind of made that whole thing safe and kept you warm, but still when it was time to act. Like the BTS there was was really cool, but it also shows how difficult a job it is for someone mm -hmm. in, in your position. Was that your most difficult scene to film or have there have been some other ones that have been a little bit more challenging? I say the most difficult scenes are the really, really like in shock, traumatic events. Like, for example, beginning of season four, yeah. where uh, I shot that guy was it took a long time to get into that place. And when I did, when I was ready, when I was finally ready to shoot, they del they had to delay the scene. So it took like two more hours to actually film the scene and Basically, I had to get into that mental spot like twice that day, and it was really, really difficult. And uh, I also found the uh, the recent um, car crash scene very difficult to get there too. Right. You know, with with all the different aspects, we actually had to film that scene four different times. Like two times it was a green screen, the other two times it was actually out there at night, and. Um, yeah, those two scenes are really difficult to like really get into that spot in my head. So I'm guessing the scenes where you were in the car trying to cut yourself loose of the seatbelt, those might have been green screen. 
but then you get out. Or yeah. Maybe it's the opposite. Is that right? Uh, no, the ones where uh, I cut loose uh, are the green screen and me like okay. falling out of the car, stumbling around, seeing the dead bison. That's all uh, real. What did they use for a dead bison? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just fake padded, fake bison, fake guts, fake everything. I don't know the exact things they've used, but right. um, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a tendency to like to get into sort of the weeds a little bit. Uh, we, I talked to yeah. uh, Ryan Bingham um, just last last week and was really kind of drilling him down on some of his scenes. Maybe maybe past even his interest level. So I apologize if <laughs> if I neared out a little bit too far on some of these. But um, what, going, I want to talk more about the scene from season five in just a second because that was, in my opinion, maybe your best your best acting and sort of the most powerful sure. scene that involved you, but. The, the scene from season four where you, you shot the guy, did you spend a lot of time with the actor that you actually end up killing? Nope. First time seeing him. Uh, and him. I think that actually really helped me. I think that really, I, I think that helped me a lot. Um, it's just grab, grab him. And actually it wasn't all CGI. Um, they did have this little trigger thing that had like blood and, um, uh, when I pulled the trigger, I think it went off, something like that. And it was like, oh, it was this guy. It, it caught me so off guard. And I think that really helped me. Uh, do Did your parents object at all to you shooting a man? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I asked no, that as a father. <laughs> they were good with it. No, they're, they're cool with it, you know. My parents are psychos. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I could just imagine. I mean, you, you sign up for this role and you're this kind of innocent kid. But then by season four, there's a scene where you're shooting a guy. It's like, wait, wait, wait one second here, Taylor. We got a couple questions about <laughs> and concerns about this. Yeah. Um, did you watch that as a family? Did your sister, as, does she get to watch you in Yellowstone? Not my little one. She's nine years old now, I think. Um but yeah, not my little sister, but everyone else in the family at night, we all turn on some Yellowstone and it's nice. Okay. Yeah. How hard is it for you to separate yourself from some of those emotional scenes? I mean, some of the other actors will talk about taking the emotions home with them and needing maybe um, a day or even longer. Uh, I remember Sam Elliott um, talked about being in the dumps for a week after certain roles he's had. Uh, did those emotions kind of hang over for you and affect you in the, the following days after filming a, a scene like the car crash or the kidnapping or the shoot? I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, whenever I really get out of like a traumatic scene, a, a really like weird, fumy place in my head, um, I'd run down a crafty, grab some candy and try to cool off, you know, car ride home, just with my, with my candy, with my chips, watching some YouTube videos or something. And I'm, I think I'm good after that. Um, I don't, I don't really, uh, like stay in it for that long, you know? That's good. What's your go-to yeah. candy? Twix for sure. Twix is definitely my go-to candy. A chocolate guy then, not the hard candy. And I'm a chocolate guy for sure. And YouTube channels, 
Where are you spending your time on YouTube? Dude Perfect? Yeah, no? Dude Perfect, for sure, for sure. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I watch a lot perfect. of Dude Perfect myself. Yeah. They're they're great. Their trick shots are crazy. Yeah. My um my sons love the battles appropriately. <laughs> Never heard of them. And the rage. Oh no, the dude perfect the battles that dude perfect do. Oh, oh yeah, I was like up. the battles. No, yeah, no, the airsoft battles and um and oh, then the, yeah. the rage monster is another pretty popular <laughs> character in the Billy Duke's household. Um I always ask people about working with John Dutton. And I know you had a lot of scenes with him early on. You haven't had too, too many these last season and a half or so because you guys have been kind of sequestered on the uh, the second Dutton ranch, I guess you might think of it as. But tell me a little bit about working with John and, and what he how he's helped you. I admire him so much. Like before every scene, it could be the most meaningless scene ever, but he needs to perfect every little thing which is so great and he before he goes around and just he just needs to touch everything up he needs a perfect eye line this and that and i just really admire that you know he knows he knows what he needs to do to to really give his best performance can you tell me a story maybe about um a scene that you had with him where he really kind of helped you through the scene or gave you some advice that um really improved your performance or the overall scene? Well, um, I do have one thing he said to me. Uh, it didn't really affect the scene, but in between takes, uh, he said that because I'm like a child actor, he said, don't really sacrifice your childhood if you don't really enjoy it. And it made me think, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And do I, do I enjoy acting? Should I, do I want to continue? And the answer is yes, I do really want to continue. And he kind of cleared that out for me. You know, he made it stand out that, yeah, this is what I want to do. And I want to do it right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I can imagine there's hard days on set. I mean, acting, we certainly see the fun parts, but it's a grind. And like you mentioned, there's a lot of stop and start and waiting two hours for the scene to sort of come together. Um, what do you do to fill that time? And, and how challenging is that? Well, I have a lot of schoolwork I, I do. Um, in between takes, I do some school. And if I'm not doing school, I'm just talking with the rest of the cast. Are you, um, uh, do you have remote schooling or, or do you get schooled there in Montana or how, how does your schooling work? I go to a normal public school or it's an art school. Um, nice. and, uh, sometimes one season I did have to switch to like an online program, but usually I just take work from my public school tell all my teachers, hey, I'm going to be in Montana for this amount of time. 
and uh, they just send me the work from there all online. But uh, I do stay in a normal uh, public school. What do your classmates think about sitting next to um, Tate Dutton, especially after those scenes where you shoot a guy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like a real, a true friend wouldn't treat me any differently if I wasn't in Yellowstone. So I try to surround myself with people who don't care, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's uh, Breck and Merrill who plays Tate Dutton uh, through five seasons now of of Yellowstone. Have you read any, I mean, you're on social media quite a bit. We mentioned your Instagram page. Have you read any theories about the show or about your character that that you've really enjoyed through the years, either kind of made you laugh or have just been so off base that they're comical? No, because I, I don't really read any of my theories because I think it'll affect with my acting. Like, during a scene, I don't want any, like, intrusive thoughts of, oh, what if Tate did fund the airport or something stupid that I've seen mm-hmm. online? And um, I just want to stick raw to the script. And this is what I know. This is who I think my character is. And this is how I want to stick to it. Wait, there was a theory that Tate funded, you funded the airport? <laughs> no, I'm just making oh. making stuff oh. up. <laughs> oh, Explain that one. I mean, uh, <laughs> seemed to be a Maybe pretty humble means. I um, saw on Instagram you had a photo with uh, Kai Caster. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He, he's a new character for season five. Um, I'm having a hard time through the first few episodes figuring out who his character is. I, I know his, he's one of the the flashback scenes. He's one of the um, he's one of the, the the bunkhouse boys in the flashback scenes. Mm-hmm. But does that character have sort of a, a double in modern day Yellowstone? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything. Well, well okay. All right. I mean, <laughs> is he someone that's currently in the bunkhouse? Like, are we are we supposed to have figured this out? I guess is the question. Like, do fan? You know? <laughs> I have to keep my mouth shut on that question. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not even looking for a spoiler. I've just tried to. What, what's the character's name? Do we know that? Can't say um, that either. all right all right all right fair enough fair enough fair enough all right here's one maybe you can answer uh and a lot of fans have asked this question back in season two you had a horse named lucky and we have not seen lucky for the better part of two or three years what has happened to your horse lucky i am so so glad you asked me that question because lucky is just chilling in the barn right now and um I will say this. This technically isn't really a spoiler. He is in season five, and I will have some scenes with Lucky, which was really nice. How do you feel about your abilities on horseback? Um, Every single day in the morning uh, for like two-ish months straight, I have horseback riding lessons because this is the first like legit – a uh, season where I really start to ride more. And um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I took a lot of horseback riding lessons this this uh, season, and I think I'm pretty good now. Okay. Um, who's better, you or Jefferson White, who, as I understand it, is notoriously bad on a horse? 
I'd say me for sure. <laughs> you got him. Definitely you got him me. <laughs> it's an it's a it's a subjective <laughs> question, so I'm not gonna put you, I'm not gonna test that answer at any point. So we'll 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 crown me you and Je- me and there. Jefferson White have beef now. That, that's right. <laughs> the, the coming up. You know, a, a lot of people who watch the show have a hard time getting past the characters of Beth and Rip to sort of get to the heart of the actors. What what have you? Tell me a little bit about Cole Hauser and Kelly Riley off screen. What are they like? And have you got a chance to spend time with either of them? I mean, there are barely any times I can spend time with them. Like you mentioned earlier, we're in two completely different storylines. So uh, we don't, I don't really see them a lot, but all I know is that Beth is a very, very nice woman she has a British accent, which is very surprising to me. Her American accent is just very, very good. And um, she's basically the opposite of Beth. She's <laughs> nice and proper and and just happy all along. And Rip, um, he's badass in real life, too. He, is he? Yeah. He, uh, he cowboys. He cowboys just like how he cowboys in Yellowstone. Fascinating. Um, can Beth turn it on and off like that? Beth, can Kelly turn it on and off like that? Where one day she's nice and sweet, but then she's she's the baddest woman on the planet. Just like that, on switch. and off. Interesting. Yep. A couple more minutes with Breck and Merrill, who plays Tate uh, on Yellowstone, and and I wanted to get back to that opening sequence of of season five, or or I guess it's really the end of episode one into the beginning of of episode two in, in the car crash scene where. You end up losing a brother, and we we never lose we never meet the brother, but we learn that his name is John. Um, what what were your thoughts when you sort of read that script and you realized that the baby that we were expecting Monica to have was never really going to be a part of the show? How did that sink in? Well, I was really excited to have a little cute baby on set. I thought that would be that that, that was going to be really fun. But um, I was just surprised, but I was also like a little bit excited too, because that would mean I'd get some more sick scenes, you know? And um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, I was more excited than I was sad is what, all I'm going to say. The, the line you deliver to John Dutton, where you say, I had a brother for an hour. Did that come pretty naturally? Or did you have to spend a lot of time getting that line right? Because it's pretty devastating. Instead of trying to get the line right, I try to get my emotions right. Because if you get your mental state and like emotion right, then the line will come out perfectly. Because if you're actually that devastated, then you'll say it like that, you know? So where do you go? Do you have a dark place or some things that you think of to kind of capture that? Well, um, I uh, do do some breathing exercises that my acting coach taught me, you know, just think of something bad and like, just do like kind of choppy breathing and like exhale and think of something bad in your life. That will make you sad. And um, it's half of the breathing and half of your emotions. And they just 
go together and you're in that place and you're in that state of mind. That was really effective. I thought that was your best, best scene to date. Um, so I applaud you on that. Um, last you. question. Are there TV shows or movies or something you got your eye on? Maybe not in a post Yellowstone world, but eventually, I mean, the show is going to wrap up. They, they've said probably more seasons behind us than ahead of us. Um, what kind of roles do you want to embrace after Yellowstone? I really, really want to play an insane role. One of my favorite movies are like Joker, American Psycho, like those kind of like main insane man versus society kind of characters. Um, I do really admire those kind of movies. Also like Fight Club. Fight Club is one of my favorite movies. And just, I really just want to be insane. I, I mean, there's enough characters on Yellowstone where you can kind of learn some tips from a insane Beth or a wild yeah. rip or, uh, <laughs> or someone like that. Yeah. Brecken Merrill, thank you so much for, uh, for joining the Dutton Rules podcast today. Of course. Thank you for having me. That's a still sane Brecken Merrill who plays Tate on Yellowstone. He's not giving away any secrets other than that his horse Lucky is alive and well. Brecken talked to Billy Dukes from his home in California. Special shout out to his parents who helped work through some technical issues early on. Hey, make sure your son pays for that. (laughs) I'm Addison Hager. We do cast interviews every Thursday. John Emmett, Tracy, and the cast of 1923 are coming soon. And in the archives, you'll find recent conversations with Ryan Bingham and the cast of Youngstone. Dutton Rules is written by Billy Dukes and myself with the help from Sterling Whitaker and produced by Billy Dukes. Email staff at tasteofcountry.com for questions, comments, and corrections, and we may use yours during an upcoming episode. As always, Dutton Rules, a Yellowstone 1923 podcast, is another great Townsquare Media podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.